Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Nicholas Upchurch, and welcome to Believe. Here's an excellent clip from our show where we help you to attain true success. I hope you enjoy. And lastly, we're going to move over to true success. Talking today over five brain training techniques for cultivating creativity. Now, whether you're an inventor or you know a tech savvy entrepreneur, innovative scientist, maybe uh, maybe you're an artist, whatever field of expertise that you're in, we all seek to be more creative and more innovative, and to be ever changing and to just not remain the same. Nobody wants to remain the same. Many of us agree. Um, <clears throat> or many of us can, you know, regard creativity as some kind of magical gift that some of us are given at birth, while other of us, others of us just don't have that gift. But truly, not the case. Um, creativity, it can be expressed in so many different ways. And it can be learned, and it can be shaped, sharpened, um, like any other skill, truly. Creativity is something that we can work on and can build on. So we're gonna go over just a few different training, um, brain training techniques that you can work on that can really help you boost your creativity and get you out of thinking that it's just not possible. Number one is using both sides of your brain. Do not fall for that myth, oh my goodness. Don't fall for that myth that you're either right-brained or you're left-brained and that right-brained people are creative and left-brained people are more analytical. It's just, I feel this falls into somewhat of like, this Western mindset, just for lack of a better word, um, I'm, I'm calling it Western. I personally feel like we're taught to just do one thing. And we're almost, we're almost taught to believe that we can only do one thing and that we should strive to be really good at one thing. And I just don't think that that's true, so to speak. I think that puts us in boxes. I think we start to create these mental boxes and we start to believe that we can't do that, we can't do this, we can't do that because we already have our one thing. But if we were to actually take a second, like step away from that mindset and just take a moment to really think about it. Think about the most natural, um, personal, the most holistic perspective, just understanding of life and of the world, then we would understand that that mindset just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't add up. We wouldn't have two sides of a brain to only use one of them, to only have one side that's more functioning than the other. So I would just throw out that entire mindset as it is. I mean, I don't remember exactly like when that mindset you know, started, who started saying that or what it even is about, but it's actually been proven you know, for years, for years now. And this was in Brenda Milner, Larry Squire, and Eric Kandel's article, Cognitive Neuroscience and the Study of Memory, that all complex cognitive functions require both regions of the brain to work in an integrated fashion, shifting between divergent and convergent thinking to combine new information with old and even forgotten knowledge. So it's always been understood that we need both. We need both to be creative. We, be, we need both to get through. We need both to read. We need both to do everything. So don't focus on using on both sides of your brain and don't fall into that trap that you're only one-sided. Everyone uses both sides. The right side of the brain remembers the gist of the experience or the big picture, while the left side of the brain is recalling the details. So creativity requires a whole-brained approach. Um, 
And because it requires lateral, lateral thinking or thinking about things in a new way, thinking outside of the box derives devises fresh approaches to solving problems and meeting challenges. So you can try things that you can try um, to really get your brain or get yourself to start using both sides of the brain. Things like juggling, where you have to focus on you know a few different things, or doing origami, um, playing chess by yourself with yourself, um, or try daily activities like writing your name or brushing your teeth with your non-dominant hand. Try doing things with the other with the other hand or the other way. Um, those are great ways to just get you to start using both sides of the brain or maybe more so building up that other side of the brain that you've kind of been lacking, that's kind of been lacking this whole time. So number two is to cultivate a thirst for knowledge. A thirst for knowledge just fuels creativity. A thoughtful and intelligent mind demands a consistent flow of information. It is so true. By continually growing and learning, you feed your mind with ideas and expand your thinking. This includes being willing to try different ideas and not just dismissing something you know you disagree with just because you disagree with it. You work to develop both vertical knowledge, which is a deep dive into a particular thing, and horizontal knowledge, which means having a solid amount of information or understanding, but in a variety, a wide variety of different topics. Having a broad range of knowledge, though, in different areas will give you the background to pull new ideas from. So you want to keep looking and researching into different things. Think outside the box. Pick up a book that you wouldn't normally read. Learn something that maybe is opposed to your perspective of the world. You're only going to learn something new. You're only going to take something different from it. I encourage you to continue to learn and to want to learn. Number three is explain things back to yourself. This one is amazing, honestly. I think that this one really, it'll, if you start doing this, I think you'll start realizing um, so much about yourself and the way that you process information. Being creative also requires that you understand the information that you've been given. It's one thing to read a book or to read an article, study a subject, but it's another thing entirely to be able to explain it and to be able to really understand it, you know, yourself, to under explain it to someone else or explain it to yourself. Being able to explain that new knowledge um, shows that you've processed and internalized the information on a deeper level. It shows that you truly, truly know it. If you can explain something back to yourself, you can also expand on it. You can reshape it. You can make it your own unique vision, or you can integrate your own ideas on top of that thing. You can follow threads of ideas and create new concepts. That's only if you're picking up the information that's being processed, though, that's being given. So get in the habit of explaining things back to yourself to further solidify your knowledge. And this process can also help you think through ideas or areas that may be improved, which will boost your ability to brainstorm and build on those concepts. So explain things back to yourself. Make sure you understand it. Make sure that you know you understand all of it. You know, see which parts maybe you're confused about, and then go back, relearn, um, and explain it back to yourself again. <laughs> Number four is to take breaks. Um, take breaks to switch on your creative side. This is also very, very, very healthy. If you've ever been stumped while working, which is almost all of us, nearly everyone has been there, where you know, you're really, really required to do some problem solving, you're like wired in, you're in there, like yes, 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 you feel good about what you're doing, you think you're getting the results, and you're on a roll, 
And then you realize that you've been like, you've been being redundant the whole time and you're like uninspired and there's really not anything that exciting about what's been going on. According to a Harvard Business Review, our natural inclination is to keep working on a problem even when we aren't making any headway. We're just gonna keep on going. We have no inspiration, we have no direction, we have no idea where we're going, but we're just gonna keep on going. But when we're working on a project that requires creativity, we can reach a dead end. And it's so important that you need to realize that. Because sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just don't even realize it because we have that natural inclination to keep going. But it's crucial to take a break at regular intervals to really give your mind a rest so that you can focus on something else for a moment and then come back refreshed. Maybe set a timer and when it goes off, just walk away from the project or start a new project, work on something else. And then, you know, do that. Keep switching back and forth and you're gonna see that your creativity will, will be much, it'll be, it'll be more vibrant, maybe even easier to tackle. <clears throat> and fifth and finally, let your imagination run wild. One of the best things that you can do to hone your creativity is to tap into your natural, imaginative, and, in, and genuine, like your genuine child side, your, the child that lives within you. Truly, think like a child. Um, we used to play, right? We used to pretend as kids. I used to love playing teacher. Maybe I just loved like bossing my little sister around. But I was actually teaching her, it's funny, I was teaching her like everything. Um, I was learning at dance when I, was, when I was at age three. I'd come home and I'd teach her everything that I learned. So by the time that she got to dance class, she had to, she was too advanced. She had to be put like in my classes and everyone else's um, because I already taught her everything. It's hilarious. But I remember we would make up words, like my sister and I would make up words and phrases and things that only we understood and we knew. And we were constantly creating constantly doing something innovative every day. That's truly the life of a kid. And, you know, I like to incorporate that. I like to think on that and really go back to that time in my life um, to see what I can get now, to see what I can use now. So don't deprive yourself of that. Don't deprive yourself of your child's mindset. Allow your mind to wander. In fact, give yourself time to wander. Give yourself time to explore and to daydream and then use those ideas. Really hone into that and you know, make that a part of your brainstorming. Make that a whole part of the process. Challenge yourself with the creative ex exercises such as like doodling or writing flash fiction or comedy sketches. You know, keep a journal, just keep on going. Um, give your mind time to dream and to problem solve. And it's a great way to build your creative muscle. So ladies and gents, there you have it. Please, please, please continue to train your brain um, to cultivate creativity. Don't settle for, you know, the everyday, mundane, whatever, blah, blah. Seriously, get up there, use both sides of your brains, focus, focus, focus on cultivating knowledge and always learning, being the best version of yourself. And please, use your childlike self, use your children, or maybe if you have children. If you have children, I feel like that's even a bigger advantage for you. If you have children, talk to them. Literally just sit in the room as they play and see what they talk about, see what they come up with, see the little games that they play. And I guarantee you're gonna come up with some amazing ideas that can help you and your business or you know your creativity. Once again, I am Vanessa, you're watching Believe. Thanks so much for sticking around with us today. You can check us out at believe.love or on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash believe loves you. Bye now. <laughs>